Friend Collective with Day of Victory, and I feel like they know how to celebrate. Like they, they would do, be they? a lot of fun to be I around. Go to Ireland, I want to celebrate with them. Yes, that would be fun. Now we're talking about celebrating because it's the Jewish New Year, Rosh That's Hashanah. Right. <laughs> so uh, you know, I just want to remind you. You know, it's still 2020, right? But you know, uh, unfortunately, our calendar and that is very different than the biblical calendar, and the numbers are very different because they're not based on uh, Hebrew uh, letters. They're not from creation at all. They're just numbers. So even though you may think the year 2020 has been terrible, it's really 5780. That's been a burden because of how people responded with that pay, with their mouths and with the actions that followed that. So this transition into 5781, it's going to be a very nice year potentially, but just like last year, a lot of this stuff didn't start until February or so. So it doesn't necessarily have to transition immediately. Sometimes, some years it really has. But this year, I don't know. We'll see. We've got these horsemen this year, so I don't have uh, that expectation of speedy transition. But, you know, this I'm just just me. Just me. Purely. <laughs> All right, last break. Job's redemption. Yeah, there will be redemption for us. That I am confident. What will change as Aleph is added to pay? Well, the truth. The mouth of the Lord will speak. That's pay Aleph. The mouth of the Lord will speak. In heaven, the swords come out of their mouth. The words we speak and the power of life and death are in the tongue. Now, can you hear that? The power of life is in the tongue and the power of death is in the tongue. Oh, gain wisdom. Speech has tremendous power. A king rules with his words. And if you're a Christian, Jesus dwells in, within you. You are a king. An ordinary person also has great power in his mouth. With words of praise that flow from God, we can raise a person to great heights. And with a bit of gossip that flow from Satan, we can destroy a person's reputation. The word is very near you in your mouth and in your heart that you may do it. See, I've set before you today life and good death and evil in that I command you today to love the Lord your God, to walk in his ways and to keep his commandments. That gets repeated in Romans 8. The word is near you. It's in your mouth and in your heart. That is the message concerning faith that we proclaim. If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is the Lord, believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified and with your mouth pay and LF that you profess your faith and are saved. That's power. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. Those who love it, the tongue, will eat its fruit. The Bible says in Psalm 141, Set a guard over my mouth. Lord, keep watch over the door of my lips. Do not let my heart be drawn to what is evil so that I take part in wicked deeds. Let a righteous man strike me. That is a kindness. Let him rebuke me. That is well on my head. Open your mouth for the speechless and the cause of all who are appointed to die. And that to me just cries out abortion. We've got to be a voice. Open your mouth. Judge righteously. Plead the cause of the poor and needy. Make sure it's God's justice and not something that you're just coming up with yourself or joining in with other people. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has appointed me to preach good tidings to the poor. He sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to those who are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn, to console those who mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they may be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, they may be glorified. And finally, Revelation 12, and then I heard a loud voice in heaven say, Now have come the salvation and the power, the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Messiah. 
for the accuser of our brothers and sisters who accuses them for our God day and night has been hurled down. They triumphed over him by the blood of the Lamb, by the word, the pay they left of their testimony. They did not love their lives so much as to shrink from death. So the epilogue of Job's life, and I believe 5781, is as profound as his suffering. What's coming is as profound as 2020, in other words. After Job had prayed for his friends, the Lord restored his fortunes and gave him twice as much as he had before. See, there's a turning here. All his brothers and sisters, now again, brothers and sisters are Aleph words. For this year, Aoch and Akuch, and everyone who had known him before came and ate with him in his house. They comforted and consoled him over all the trouble the Lord had brought on him, and each one gave him a piece of silver and a gold ring. The Lord blessed the latter part of Job's life more than the former part. The biggest difference of Pe'elef, the Lord spoke. The Lord has a blessing for this year. And I believe he's going to speak that blessing. The Lord blessed the latter part of Job's life more than the former part. What's coming is much better than what we've seen. What does 5781 hold? Good gosh, who knows? We could never have predicted COVID or riots or a government stripping its citizens of basic democratic rights or that we Americans would yield them so quickly or easily. 5781 will not be a new normal or more of the same that we saw in 2020. There will be some overlap, but the voice of the Lord will be louder than before. And may we have ears to hear. Now, you're coming back next Friday because there's still a lot more to say. So Ah, give us a little preview of what you're going to talk about next Friday morning. Well, you know you have uh, the Days of Awe going down, and we're going to watch what happens in these 10 Days of Awe. And then Yom Kippur, Day of Atonement. It is, I believe, the Day of the Fall, which is uh, pretty sad and pretty tragic. So... We're going to look towards what we do on Yom Kippur. It's a very—it's the only day we're commanded to fast. It's a mm-hmm. Sunday night to Monday. It's the day of your Sabbath. You don't work. You don't eat. You press into God. It's a, such an important day. And I really pray that you would um, take the time to uh, dig into that before we get there. But uh, next Friday, we're going to talk on it, teaching and dig in. Then Sunday night it begins. So hopefully we'll get you prepared.